Welcome to The Antioch Word, a podcast for the Antioch College community. My name is Rachel Isaacson. I'm a co-host and Miller Fellow here at WYSO Public Radio Station. Today we'll hear my interview with Antioch College alumna Susan Barkin, class of 1978. Susan is a recipient of the Winning Victories for Humanities grant, a grant designed to support alumni initiatives that impact quality of life, public good, social justice, and the environment in local, national, and international communities. We spoke at the 2018 reunion here at WISO Studios, where she explained what she did to earn the award, the importance of her project, and how her experience at Antioch was formative in her life's passion to help children. My name is Susan Barkin, and I graduated in 1978, and I had an interdisciplinary major in psychology and biology. Congrats on winning the Winning Victories grant. Could you explain what you're honored for? Thank you. Yes, it's for work that I've been doing, um, developing and testing this program for parents who are visiting with their children who've been placed in out-of-home foster care. And it is a great honor, so I'm very grateful. I think we've all been painfully aware in recent weeks of the trauma and anguish that parents and children have been experiencing with the inhumane separation at the border. So the program that I'm working on is not quite that extreme, but it is trying to make a difference in how the child welfare system supports the well-being of parents and children who have been separated. And so basically, maybe to bring you, give you a little bit of an idea of the context for what this is like, if you have a child of your own or you have a young child that you know of and are close to, imagine You've been struggling with some personal issues and are living in poverty, and your child has been recently removed from your care and placed in foster care because of neglect, which is most of the time what's gone on, or abuse. And now, several weeks later, you're in a small, stark, unfamiliar room with a stranger in the corner who's taking notes furiously and not interacting with you, and you're visiting with your child for the first time since they were taken away, and you have no idea what has gone on or what is going on or what to expect. So I think this situation is very scary for parents. They've, ex- they've described it as terrifying, traumatic, They feel inadequate, and it's scary for children, too, and they often feel angry and upset, and they come together in this situation, and there's really no support for them. They're just sort of thrust into it, and so we created this program, Strive, to take that person who's scribbling notes in the background and really train them to provide support to the parent while they're visiting with their child and give them some, you know, information and support to help them have positive visits with that child and to really kind of turn that situation around. So we've created a five-week program. They, they, these visit supervisors, who we now call visit navigators, are trained to deliver this curriculum one-on-one with the parent before a visit so the parent knows what to expect and can be as present and calm for their child as possible so they can have the best possible visits to kind of help them understand how their child might be feeling. 
and ways they might act that might even be different or that their child might look different or smell different and how to deal with all of their emotions around that and bring their best selves to the situation so that they can really have a positive connection with their child and maintain and strengthen the bonds that they have, reduce the trauma for the children, and to really help the parents have hope for moving forward with doing whatever it is that they need to do to reunify with their child. How is this program developed? I really believe that it's important to involve the communities that are most affected by anything, any situation that we're trying to deal with in the development. So we did interviews with over 100 stakeholders, and a number of those stakeholders are parents whose children were removed but who successfully reunified with their children to get a real firsthand experience from them, what it was like, and what kinds of things would have really made a difference for them in uh, reunifying, I mean, in having these visits with their children. And, ha- and that made a difference in the end in terms of how they reunified. And they have a lot of kind of awful stories to tell about how hard it was. And um, so we're trying to really help make that different. And we talked also to a lot of folks in the child welfare system, legal folks. There's a lot of players involved in how these visits happen and are set up. And so we really have drawn on the insight and in, you know experience of a lot of different parts of the system to try and create a program that's tailored by and for the parents and children who are going to be most affected by it. Based on the stories that you know, what aspects of the child welfare system need change the most? Well, that's, that's a big question. There are many, many aspects of the system that could be better. But this situation with visits in particular seemed like a real missed opportunity because this is the time when these parents actually are in the presence of their children during this period when they've been taken away. So it seems like a real opportunity or missed opportunity if we don't support them in developing some skills and also in increasing their motivation because a lot of the parents we hear and we get a sense of from working with them that they just feel so hopeless and the system treats them in a way that doesn't really guard, you know, foster that hope. And, you know, for, for understandable reasons, you know, there are child welfare workers who are very overworked and have many cases to be dealing with. It's just not really a system that's set up for really positively engaging and supporting parents. But if we don't, the ramifications of that are huge because these children who've been removed and have experienced trauma are at so much greater risk down the road of having a whole host of issues themselves. You're listening to a conversation with Susan Barkin here at the Antioch Word. Susan won the 2018 Winning Victories for Humanity grant for her Project Strive, which seeks to create positive visitation experiences for children who have been separated from their parents by children's services. We'll continue this conversation talking about how the program serves the parents. And in a lot of cases, in many cases, these parents have also experienced their own trauma, whether it's their individual trauma or their community's historical trauma, and they're dealing with the ramifications of that, mental health issues, substance abuse issues, that make it harder for them to parent. A lot of these parents are living in extreme poverty, homeless, 
dealing with a lot of challenging issues that are really ingrained in our system. So, you know, when we talk about where are the points of pain or things to try and fix, you know, I think systemic issues like poverty and structural racism play out hugely in the child welfare system. So you can't really fix a system without addressing those issues as well. But at least in this program, we're trying to, with all of those things in mind, also really try and create something concrete that will be helpful and take advantage of this opportunity to support these children and parents to have the best possible visits that they can. And these parents, it's really one of the things that's part of the curriculum. So they have a one-on-one session for an hour before a visit. Then they have the two-hour visit with their child present. And then the child leaves and goes back to wherever they're in care. And the parent has a 15-minute debriefing with the person, the visit navigator is what we call them, that visit supervisor who's now been trained in Strive. And this is an opportunity for that visit navigator to recognize the parents for what they did well in their visit. And for a lot of these parents, it's the first time they've ever heard anything positive about their parenting. And it's so powerful for them. And in the beginning, in the first couple weeks, you know, we hear, because we talk with the visit navigators about how this is going, and they, they say the parents can't think of anything that they did well. And once they get a couple weeks of you know, hearing back a couple positive things that they did well, they start talking about, hey, did you see when I did that? And they're starting to build their own self-efficacy around parenting and recognizing their skills. And part of it is also giving them confidence and an understanding of how important they are to their child. These parents don't feel that they are of value in themselves, but also to their children. So I think a lot of the time they just feel like, why bother? Why show up for visits? And so this is really kind of aiming to trying to change all of that and get them really engaged and recognize how important they uniquely are to their child and how important it is that they show up and that they can do these things. They're pretty proud of their participation in the program. How would you describe your role for your organization? So I'm a senior research scientist and uh, associate director of research, and I work on a number of different programs. Strive is one big one that I spend a lot of time on, and we're at the sort of earlier developmental stages. But there are other programs that I'm also involved in developing and piloting and testing for child welfare-involved children and families. So for example... I work with some other colleagues in the School of Social Work who have an evidence-based program that was developed over many years and tested that has been shown to prevent teenagers from engaging in risky behaviors. And since we know that child welfare involved children and youth are at much higher risk down the road, we thought it would be useful to adapt that program for youth in foster care and their caregivers. So We developed a program, pilot tested it, and we're now doing a randomized controlled trial throughout Washington State to test that and see if it's effective in preventing those youth from engaging in risky behaviors such as substance abuse and high-risk sexual behavior and violence and things like that that they have been shown to be at higher risk for. How did your experience at Antioch influence your involvement? Well, Antioch... 
was a very formative place for me on many levels. And I think it really consolidated a commitment, a deep commitment to working on efforts to change systems and really create social change. And I also, I worked actually, my work study job when I was at Antioch was working in the infant toddler daycare center. So I think that experience was formative too, because it just helped me develop a really deep sense of connection to the rich lives, inner lives of young children and appreciation for that. That was a really special time. I got to know a lot of the faculty's children during that time who were in the daycare center. So my work has always focused on trying to improve the health and well-being of children and families, kind of the most marginalized, and trying to, you know, figure out systems change that will make things better. You just heard Susan Barkin, award winner of the Winning Victories for Humanity grant. This is Rachel Isaacson, co-host and Miller Fellow. You can find more podcasts like this on WISO.org and NPR One.